Welcome to TIPCO Tech Talks. My name is David Rosen. I'm particularly excited for today's discussion between the CEO of City Harvest London, Laura Winningham, and TIPCO's SVP of Engineering and General Manager of Integration Products, Randy Menon. City Harvest had a clear mission to bring unused food from restaurants, grocers, and institutions to those who needed it most, the hungry and the food insecure of Greater London. And until 2019, they were growing rapidly and building strong partnerships with those that had access to food and those very much in need. But then COVID struck. Many of the institutions that were preparing food shut down. Others remain open, but with uncertain demand. On the other side, people who normally could go to community centers, to their churches or their mosques, were sheltered in place at home with no way to safely access the organizations from which they were able to find a hot meal. Seeing this disruption, City Harvest and TIPCO developed a plan, a plan that entailed building a new data infrastructure to reflect the very different dynamics of in-home delivery, one that took into account religious and dietary needs, one that reflected the completely different means of distribution. In a time of disruption, uncertainty and change, City Harvest and TIPCO thrived through innovation. But I'll let Laura tell her story firsthand. You're listening to Tech Talks by Tipco. Hey, Laura. Uh, so nice to have you with us today, and, and welcome to Tipco Now. Um, so I thought we'd start at the beginning, as in you know, what brought City Harvest London and Tipco together. Uh, the shutdown due to COVID-19, you know, massively disrupted your ability to collect and redistribute food to those who were most challenged by hunger. So you took a good hard look at what was unfolding around us, uh, namely COVID, uh, disruptions in supply, uh, unmet demand, an uncertain window before we could all return to normal or a new normal. And you decided you needed to put a few things in play to kind of get in front of all of this, right? So what were some of the main things you wanted to introduce or implement uh, that kind of brought our teams together? Um, well, right when the COVID crisis struck, um, many of our charities who serve food to vulnerable people, that's 300 charities we work with, had to immediately reconsider what they do because they couldn't have groups of people coming together, sitting together, um, having meals. So they needed to reformat. The problem was information. Um, we is, have a small team at City Harvest and we needed to find out exactly what their plans were and we needed to do that in a very short order. Um, we needed a way to communicate with them to find out whether they were changing locations, changing formats, changing food types. And um, the TIBCO team was able to work with us to come up with a cloud-based solution for reaching out to our partners and getting that information. Yeah. So, how, so um, building on that, how would you describe the uh, the journey so far has been in terms of collaboration between our teams, and especially as you look back on the on the past state, uh, the key pain points you're experiencing, and how you kind of created a roadmap to get to a future state, and all the benefits as you started to as you started to realize all those benefits over that time. The important thing from the from the minute we started working with the Tibco team, they took a deep interest in what we were doing. They actually cared. So they were getting up to speed about City Harvest even before the crisis struck. But when um, 
when things changed overnight, they really understood the implications um, of what would happen if we didn't get it right, because we were feeding around 12,000 people a day. So they knew that if we didn't have the tools to route our drivers and get the right food to the right people at the right time, people would really suffer. So I think they, um, you know, there was a really authentic understanding and appreciation for um, uh, what we were trying to achieve, trying to nourish London. Um, and um, when we presented the ideas, we had a few team members from City Harvest presenting them, but we were able to um, get to um, the, create the tools that we needed really quickly, I think because of that understanding and interest. Um, and the time they understand it, uh, sorry, they understood the time sensitivity of the um, problem. And I can tell you from from having spoken to my team, they really enjoyed with work, uh, working with your team as well. Uh, the collaboration was of high quality, and there was kind of a uh, coming together of the teams for towards a common mission. So that was that was really good to good to uh, see from my team as well. Uh, was there a point over the last six months where you kind of really felt like? Uh, these challenges have kind of ended up improving your capabilities, yeah, your capacities and what you're able to do. And do you feel like you're actually at a point where you feel like you're thriving now, where the challenges that you faced reached a pivotal point for you personally and for the organization and your capability to deliver against uh, you know, your mission in general, but especially around uh, the conditions you had to uh, go up against during COVID? Uh, absolutely. I, I think when the crisis struck, we actually didn't know how we would um, come up with a solution. We It couldn't have happened unless the TIPCO team stepped in um, because um, gathering information from 300 charities that are hard to reach in the best of times um, really seemed quite daunting. So I think the team at City Harvest was really empowered. We knew that the TIPCO team was helping us create a solution and we kept... Um, uh, we, we built on it in the course of uh, just a couple of weeks. The team in my office knew that that solution was coming, so it energized us, and um, we implemented it with, uh, flawlessly and just moved forward. I think um, what that allowed us to do was um, build confidence that as, as the crisis kept throwing things at us, changing, the world was really dynamic, um, I think the team felt stronger knowing that we had information there. And if um, if we needed more, we'd probably be able to work with the TIPCO team to tweak it and pivot and get to the right point again. But they knew that the information was coming in as we needed it. So it's kind of looking back for a second. I'm just curious about this. You know, was there anything you, you wished you already had in place when COVID kind of disrupted your world? And if so, kind of how did you adapt and cope with that? And, and what do you think others can others who are listening to us now can learn from that? Well, even before the crisis, City Harvest is a very quickly was a very quickly growing organization. We were at capacity, um, so what we wished we had were more people and more capacity. At that point, we had to very quickly um, source an entire new food redistribution warehouse overnight. Um, and get that up and running. We needed to get people in place, uh, new people in place to replace temporarily our staff that was furloughed or um, shielding because of health reasons. Um, so uh, I, I guess 
what we learned is it, it can be done. We weren't sure whether we could even continue operating. And um, I, I think we really learned that with information on hand um, and feeling confident about it, we, we were able to um, rely on it in a way that um, I, I think before the crisis, a, a lot of what we were doing was manual. It was trying to reach out uh, to the charity partners by calling them but we have this new solution. And I think, you know, we don't know whether a second wave of um, COVID will hit, but we feel like it's empowered the team and um, made us stronger. So we're definitely thriving now. We have the information we need. The whole team knows how to access it easily. So, um, and there were a lot of people on the team before that didn't quite know the value of the information that we had. We were, a few of us, we're monitoring the data in the organization, but it brought the drivers and everyone in the team into the fold, understanding what information could do for us and um, how it improved our product productivity. Uh, if, you, if you let me switch gears for a little bit, I, I took a look at your kindness is powerful program. Uh, I was incredibly moved as I learned what it was, the the kind of the stories it portrayed, and and they were very inspirational. They were very inspirational to to kind of go through and read. Uh, could you, in your own words, perhaps share um, what that program was was kind of meant to do and how effective it, it was in the end? Sure. Um, what City Harvest learned during, uh, well, we've known it for years, but many of the charity partners to which we deliver food um, really care about the people they're serving. And um, so 300 organizations, each of them serving, some of them 50 people, uh, some serve 200 they really cared about the people they serve. We cared about our charity partners. And it was just a, um, we saw that throughout London, there were people staying open and um, going to the um, key frontline workers, enabling people to eat. And we just really saw kindness and a change of attitude. The, the people that remained um on the front lines trying to figure out what this whole dynamic landscape was like were heroes and our um, campaign that's going on about kindness is powerful are really celebrating the managers and the people that are running each of our charity projects because they're the local heroes. They're making impact each day in their local areas. They understood which of the people they served were um, sheltered at home, not getting food, actually really um, they saved lives and the food we delivered to them enabled them to do their job better. So right now we're just in the middle of this campaign celebrating them and all the people that from March through June, um, despite the level of fear of being out there, made it happen and enabled people to eat that had no access to food whatsoever. Yeah, I agree. Great platform to celebrate some unsung heroes. Um, so given, given all that you've seen, um, how do you uh, kind of looking ahead, how do you foresee the relationship between the uh, the people aspects, which is so incredibly important to what you do? So that on one end, and the technology on the other, which promises to kind of provide the maximum leverage for your team, this is where Tipco comes in as well. Uh, so how do you foresee this relationship evolving over time? Yeah, I think what's really interesting is that um, the City Harvest drivers, um, I, again, we have a fleet of 14 vans, the drivers are out each day delivering food. They're sort of local heroes. When they go out to the projects that we work with, when our vans pull up, 
the people um, that are receiving the food are really happy to see the City Harvest bands. Um, but um, the, the drivers and the team didn't always know um, how the information that we used and the data that we had helped them do their jobs. Um, so I think that what's what will happen going forward is the entire organization, and I have uh, at City Harvest, we have 35, a team of 35. Um, I think that they're more and more asking me questions about the information we've gathered, um, how they can use it to serve their um, projects better as they go out on their routes each day and visit the same children's programs, teen programs, elderly centers. They're asking me for access to the information so they could do their jobs better. I've seen that in the, you know, since this whole project began with TIPCO. And um, I mean, just, just yesterday, someone said, you know, this is making our lives actually different when we go out each day. So um, it's, it's enabling information to flow all the way down the ranks um, and make an impact for, with, with people that didn't before this appreciate how important um, data was. That was good feedback and validation for us as well. So uh, I wanted to ask you, this is some of the numbers I, I had in my research I had, I had come across. So 12 million meals delivered, uh, close to 5,000 tons of surplus food rescued, 14,000 tons of offsets when it comes to greenhouse gases. These are extraordinary numbers that your organization has been involved in, in terms of impact. So I wanted to ask you, what comes next? You know, what new and even higher goals have you set for yourself and your organization? Um, well, it's a really interesting question. Um, even though City Harvest has done so much, and we're up to 13 million meals now, um, we're only um, serving 7% of the need in London. On an average, in an average month, 9.2 million meals are missed by people living in food poverty in London. So we're only touching a small part of that. Um, so there's so much more we could be doing. To do that, we need more surplus food donated. So not all businesses, food businesses, use their surplus food in the way that's um, for the greater good. It's sometimes easier to just dispose of surplus food, food waste, unused food. Um, and we're trying to educate um, the whole industry that any edible food, high quality food, is needs to be redirected to people in need rather than wasted. So we have a lot of education to do um, and a lot more people to feed. We think in the next few weeks, as in London, people come off furlough, um, many, many more people will um, join the ranks of the destitute, people that really have no access to food or shelter. They, We've been surprised at how little savings people have, how quickly it runs out, and how people who um, how quickly people who never before needed charity or um, emergency food aid suddenly need it. Um, so uh, like I think this week some numbers came out in London, 700,000 more people um, have become uh, destitute recently. So uh, the answer to your question is there were already a lot of people needing City Harvest's food deliveries before the crisis hit. And now demand for our food is um, rapidly growing. So we need more food, more funding, and um, 
yeah, the information from TIPCO will help us be much more productive. That's the other element, um, making our team, our organization, as efficient as possible to meet this demand. Thank you, Laura. Yes, we're, we're really proud to be part of this journey with you. So this has been a kind of a year uh, for a lifetime, uh, and you and your team exemplify what we can do when an opportunity you know, arises to serve, even in the midst of a pandemic. Um, very impressive. Uh, thank you again for your time. Uh, we wish you and your team all the continued success, and we at TIPCO are, are proud to be part of your journey. So thank you very much, Laura. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate the support of TIPCO. Thank you again, Laura and Randy. If you'd like to donate your time or donate to the mission of City Harvest, you can find them at cityharvest.org.uk. And thank you for listening. To catch up on past episodes of TIPCO Tech Talks or to never miss a future one, you can subscribe wherever you find your podcast. And as always, leave us a review. It will help others find us. been listening to Tech Talks by TIPCO. Stay tuned for more innovation-filled episodes. If you like what you've heard, subscribe and leave a review. 